0: Hello and welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast It's been a little while, but we're back Because our favorite band is back And I'm back here with Nolan How's it going, my man?
1: Bruce, I am better now We are making our triumphant return to the airwaves Along with the Matthews Band And we're going to see our first concert of the summer this week How pumped are you for that?
0: I know. It's it's come up so quick. It's been just oh, a sneak attack. A sneak attack by the Dave Matthews Band. Um, yes, we will be at Charlotte and Atlanta um, bringing the corner of Gray Street flag, bringing some stickers. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to get the flag up, but we'll try. So look for us in the lots. We'll probably post where we're at um, once we do hit park on the vehicle there um and uh once we're set up just come and visit come and say hi whatever uh pre-show so those will be awesome we've done the charlotte to atlanta run before um and really really excited to do it again nolan and especially after the shows that we've seen so far i know there's two more um one today one tomorrow prior to us seeing them but so far um i'm getting pretty excited
1: yeah with uh the you know, a lot of liberations in these first couple shows and a lot left on the table for them to bust out. So it's really, I think it's, you know, exciting to see an early show in the summer, especially after you've seen a, you know, the first couple, you're like, oh my gosh, I could see that song. I've never seen that <laughs> song or like, I haven't seen that right? song in, um, let's see, 16 years <clears throat> shotgun. But, um, you know, It's pretty exciting, so... Wow,
0: spoiler um, alert, dude. I mean, jeez.
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone listening knows Shotgun was played. So, anyways, we, uh, I don't know. Let's get into it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, before the boys head up to um, some of our stomping grounds in Charlotte and Atlanta, they kicked the tour off. In Texas, uh, with three, well, actually four shows. We'll talk about that fourth one here in just a moment, but with three shows across uh, that big old state uh, in Austin, the Woodlands down in Houston, and then in Dallas. Um, but Nolan, this time they actually played a pre tour gig. Um, it was one of those private gigs. I think it was a corporate show um, for a hedge fund out there in Texas. Um, looks like they rented out this Skyline Theater. There in Austin. Um, Some fans actually snuck in. Some were viewing it from parking garages nearby. Um, But they got treated to a pre-tour little warm-up show here. I think they played 12 or so songs. Um, And yeah, that had to be pretty fun if someone wanted to drop a million or so bucks to see the band in their own little backyard, so to speak. Um, Someone did that uh, the night before the tour started.
1: Yeah, and they uh, they stuck to the hits for this one, but um, as you would expect them to do at a show like that. But, you know, kind of cool to give them a little warm-up um, before they actually kick things off in front of a, a small crowd. Um, I would think I made the comment to you. I was like, oh, great, Dave's going to ruin his voice for the first week of the tour. Awesome. <laughs> but, uh, no, he sounded, he sounded good for uh, most of the week. But, um, yeah, that was... Kinda of cool the way that worked out. Two two nights in Austin there, and you know, Bruce they go from that rehearsal gig uh to the Moody Center in Austin, Texas, home of Longhorn basketball.
0: And uh Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh it's cool. Um Nolan, but there was a little bit of uh drama um heading into the first show, so there were rumors that a band member oh, right. um was out. Due to potential um, COVID positive, something like that. Now, we don't know if this was reckless speculation, but Mr. Rashawn Ross uh, did not play at the uh, private show. That's right. And that was actually the first time, the first DMB show without Rashawn since December 12th of 2005. That is absurd. Absurd. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. Um... But yeah, so they didn't get Rashawn, and people were wondering, are we not going to get Rashawn to start the tour? But Mr. Rashawn Ross um, was well enough to play this next show, um, so we don't really know what what the issue was. No one said anything. We have no official statement, so we're not going to speculate whatsoever on that. And yes, Nolan Moody Center, indoor show. To start the uh, to start the tour in Austin, and like you said, home of the Longhorns, there looked like a nice. Uh, it may have been a new arena. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Maybe I'm being reckless. You may know better than I. Um, but yeah, Nolan, they kicked the tour off. I think in really nice fashion here.
1: Yeah, they uh, they escaped the heat for a little bit in Texas with the uh, in the brand new Moody Center, um, which just opened this year. Uh, so that'll be the home of longhorn basketball as we said um pretty cool there for dmb to to get things going and um what better way to start the 2022 summer tour than with
0: warehouse opener bruce oh the warehouse opener it is magical it is a friend of the pod uh, warehouse openers are a friend of this podcast um, we will always welcome a warehouse opener uh, I think we saw that the last time we were in Atlanta actually 2016 so we yeah. will welcome a warehouse opener in any of the shows we go to this year but yes that is a great way to start the tour just a small uh, little strumming intro and then obviously the um, under the table and dreaming passion whatever you want to call it intro to start the tour great warehouse and you know nolan they really kind of kick it off with some hits there uh, warehouse don't drink you and me and then we get a new song um not something new to us or you know the fans that have seen it we haven't seen this song yet but um it has been played several times now and we all like it madman's eyes hmm. um and this is something that you know Everyone, including us, have been speculating about an album being released, being announced. Are they just going to shelve it? What the heck is going on? Delay, delay. Wha, wha, wha. Um, well, Mad Men's Eyes, I think, shows that, well, there's there's new music still. They're sticking with these songs. They weren't um, thrown off the bridge or anything. Um, and there was a kind of new little intro with Buddy playing it. And then uh, the Jeff and Dave kind of Middle Eastern intro. So yeah, Madman's Eyes. There we go. So new song. Hopefully, we'll see it uh, in studio here soon.
1: That'd be great. I'm glad it stuck around. I really hope we get it um, this coming weekend. But uh, oh, yes. yeah, what a strong start. Warehouse, don't drink. You and me in the three slot is interesting too. I kind of like it there. I would much prefer it earlier in the show. Yes, uh, Madman's oh, Eyes. Strong, strong start, and it keeps going from there i mean this is a great tour opener bruce uh you get grace is gone then gray street third verse stuck around yes yes and then bruce it's time for some liberations and this next one is one that you've actually seen which i surprised me when you texted me that because um, not many people have break for it my goodness uh first time played full band since september 5th 2010 and um, obviously, it was played on the Sirius XM Live from Home uh, Dave Solo yes. version, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really see this one coming. What are you, what are your thoughts on Breakfort making a return?
0: Pretty awesome, pretty awesome. Um, we actually got word that they were sound checking it pre-tour last year um so we started throwing it I think in some of our fantasy sets or in our uh setless game predictions and people were like oh, you can choose break forward to me like are you an idiot or something they will never Nolan play got it called out he will never play it I think Nolan got called out uh for that but huh. eggs on whose face now mystery person who called him out <laughs> it was well, we will fight you in the lots um bring it no but that's pretty cool and it sounded awesome A little buddy in there. I think it sounds really, really good with this lineup. Nolan, yeah, I did actually see it back in 2010. Natty's Park, uh, the Nationals Park there in D.C. So random. That was the – right? That was the second to last time it had been played full band until Austin. They played it at the Gorge that year in 2010 after that. And, yeah, then didn't play it full band again until Austin. So that was – I mean, for it to kind of be – Played by Dave Solo, uh, you know, in the series, which was awesome. He should have done that at the Gorge with his <laughs> little beatboxing and the, you know, repetitive loop pedal. Um, for it to pop up, for some reason, I wasn't, like, absurdly surprised. But it's one of the bigger liberations, honestly. You know, 12 years, and it was only played six or seven times that year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only been played nine times, total full band, two of them coming this year. That is pretty wild. That's out of left field, and for some reason it just didn't hit me as such a surprise, but it should have, and I really, really want to see it this week.
1: I guess we can thank uh, that teacher and his students that did the uh, submission on XM. Yeah, um, awesome, man! Shout out to them for for getting this one back. Who knows? Maybe maybe Dave hadn't thought about it for a while, and then he heard that and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna play it." And then started practicing it. And Buddy was feeling it, and uh, uh, yeah, they just went for it. And Bruce, they went for it again. We mentioned it earlier, they follow up "Break for It" with "Shotgun." Liberation. First time played since May 11th, 2016. Six years on the shelf to the day... What? Bruce, I was not sure we'd ever hear Shotgun again. Um, yeah. I mean, I was I was absolutely shocked that they played it. Um, I remember Dave was playing the riff down in Mexico with Tim during soundcheck, but I thought he was just being his usual troll self. But uh, I guess it's been on his mind. I don't know. I mean, we'll see if it keeps getting played. But amazing that they brought it back at least once.
0: Yeah, I was watching the uh, somebody streaming it on the on the couch for on Facebook. And, um, you know, they brought out the red guitar. And, of course, like, well, here's Squirm, fun. Um, <laughs> and then I was, like, thinking... Can, can y'all pan over a little bit and need to see what guitar Tim has. Because yeah. if it's the Flying V, it's Squirm 100%. Yeah. And they finally panned over. I was like, come on, do it! And they panned over. Tim did not have the Flying V. I was like, ooh, uh-huh. okay, now this changes things. And I was like, okay, well, I think it's Idea of You. You know, They're, they're gonna bring that one back. Um, would make sense. And then he strummed like one little thing. I was like, oh. And I could tell that it, dave was gonna start it and he wasn't you know it wasn't a count in by card or whatever and then he did it and people in the pit were yelling and that was awesome that was i was way more shocked at that than Breakford, which is crazy um but yeah i was super pumped that they played it. it seemed a little fast but it was really good and i think that you pointed out that dave sounded really good on it um and yeah i think that the band sounded really good on it they nailed it so hopefully, you know, them not messing it up makes them want to play it more. Um, if if they kind of fell apart there, they may be like, ah, hell with that. So hopefully, that one sticks around and gets played in Charlotte or Atlanta. Freaking Charlotte better. or Atlanta. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it better. I thought Carter really nailed it. He came in and was just like, Talk about Carter. Oh my gosh. He just played it with such ferocity, Bruce. It was, he was like, What's that guy on, uh, on Sirius X? He was like, Whoa, these boys have something to say.
0: <laughs> yes, I do love that one. That's
1: how I felt. That was epic.
0: Oh man. Uh, we better get it this weekend, dude. It, we have to. Know. We need Dave to listen to the Seville 06 version first. Like, just listen to it, listen to it. We need y'all to just sit down, and listen to it, mm-hmm. and then go out and play it. Just, you know, get inspired by that version. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. I saw, I think it was the second version of Shotgun in Charlotte oh, in my. 2006. Oh, my. In the encore. Silly. Ooh. Silly idea of you, Shotgun. Uh, Billy's Encore, let's do something like that again, Dave, and Charlotte, okay? Sounds good, thanks. Um, following up Shotgun, oh, mid-set Pantala Rapunzel, oh, yes, love that. Then, then two of your favorites next. Oh, well, Satellite's a classic. It's a classic. It's the same every time, but it's a classic, and except for that time we saw it in Atlanta with uh, Jimmy Herring, and he shredded, oh. and that's probably the best version That
0: I've heard. It was awesome. I know. And then they let Jeff solo, like, the next time or two they played it. Because they're like, oh, solo section on Satellite was cool. And then they never did it again.
1: I know. I know. Jam it. I
0: know. No, they don't. Um,
1: A lot less jamming these days. Um, But, you know, it's all right. Um, Satellite, funny the way it is. Okay. And then, Bruce, (laughs) we have the third liberation of the night. And this one, not as crazy as the other two, but still... Pretty cool, and um, it's one of those 06 songs that we love so much.
0: Yeah, Break Free, Nolan. Um, and it was played, it's been played more than um, Break Ford, obviously, and then Shotgun as well, but pretty absent, honestly, uh, since 06. It gets about, it gets played kind of every five years. It was played on the Caravan 2011, it was played some in 2016, um, randomly once in 2018. And then again here in 2022. So, kind of just likes that five year gap, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, Break Free, awesome. And, you know, we've kind of clamored for, or once we heard the uh, 2018 version with uh, the first time they played it with Buddy and the only time since then, they kind of chopped off the outro and changed to a jazzy, slow outro. Mm. And we railed on that. We did not Brailed. like it so much because we wanted an up tempo outro, we wanted that Fenway 06 version. Give me that. Um, and they kind of did the same thing here. Now, when I was listening to it on the couch board thing, I was like, oh, man, come on. But then they started building Nolan, and they started going, and they brought the pace back up. They brought it back um, to a little louder and a little um, more rigor, I guess. And it was pretty cool. I was down with that, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I could have sworn it was longer than six and a half minutes that it was. Um, I could have sworn it was going on eight or so minutes. It just seemed like they just were rocking it. Uh, That's another one. We have to see it. Charlotte or Atlanta. Let's go, boys. Keep it going. Uh, Don't shelf break free. We need it. Like it. Love it.
1: I would love to hear that one again. You know, I don't think it's as good as it was in 06. That jam was unreal. Um, But this was better than the 2018 version. So, you know, maybe they'll keep building and building and building off of that. So that that would be a nice one to see. Please, please don't shove it. Um, And, I mean, this, this is a strong show, Bruce. They follow that up with What Would You Say? And then Crush and... Bruce Crush might be the way-too-early MVP of the tour again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is a 15, almost 16-minute version. I mean, it is just
0: straight heat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They may have been in the air conditioning um, at the Moody Center, but they were bringing the heat. And Carter, again, bringing the heat. They've changed up Crush this year. They've got a little jazzy outro. I really love the Dallas version of this. Um, So when we get to that show, we can talk about that. But that one really got me like, oh, man. Like, I love seeing Crush, but right now I'm going to be begging for Crush at these next two shows we go to. Uh, My goodness. But the jazzy little uh, post-Rashawn Solo. Um, when Tim goes in, Carter just hits a little swing jazz. Tss, 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 and Tim starts to solo over it. Um, Stefan hitting a little running bass. but doom 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 boodoom doom Something like that. Nolan, that's awesome. Change the songs up. I love when they do that. They've done that with a couple songs here. Um, I think we'll get to some more of those um, later on uh in the in this episode. But yeah, man, crush. Uh that's something that I, I could see and Charlotte and Atlanta. Please God. Carter, unbelievable. How's he doing this at like sixty whatever years old? This is ridiculous. Sixty three. Um oh, <laughs> it's it's absurd. Um yeah, it's this song, yeah, I think you're right. Early MVP. Um but, you know, close second, where are you going next? Um just such an incredible song. Uh, nah, I, okay, I'm just being facetious. I like Where Are you Are Going. It's perfectly fine. Uh, kind of a nice cool down after that crush, though. I think that that's a good spot for Where Are You Going. Sure. Um, and Nolan, they pick it back up with a little up-tempo new song, which we have heard yet again. Um, and we've gotten word again that this will likely be the lead single of whatever album they're thinking of coming out with in the next five or six years. <laughs> um, the Only Thing. And Nolan, the only thing they seem to change were some of the lyrics. I think that that was kind of cool. Uh, Dave threw some uh, new lyrics in there. It sounds like he's polished some things up and he must not have liked the way that they were doing it last year.
1: Yeah, I feel like the song last year, the lyrics kind of centered around uh, the theme of love and then he kind of changed it up to um, crawling out of the skin I'm living in as they go into the chorus. And that is interesting. He also changed it up with... Which guitar he plays. Uh, He was playing a new red electric last year on this song, and now he's playing the uh, standard acoustic. So that's uh, an interesting change. And you can, I mean, you can tell a big difference. I think it sounds great with the acoustic because then you have the kind of acoustic electric interplay there with Dave and Tim. Um, Yes. It sounds really good. Nice uh, solos at the end. And this is a song that. You and I, I mean, as soon as it came out, we are talking about this, whatever this new album's going to be and the songs so far were like it. I mean, the single has to be only thing. It has to be. I mean, it's yeah. just perfect for it. So hopefully that holds up and, uh, and stays true because that would be, uh, that'd be big time. And um, I think yeah. this is a welcome addition to the DMB uh, touring rotation. I mean, this is a, it's a great song, and it disappeared on us um, last summer. Um, got oh, a yeah. couple plays, sure and did. then disappeared. And we were wondering where it went. I guess Dave wasn't happy with the lyrics and changed them, and uh, much improved. Love it. Let's keep playing it. Another one that we want to see this coming weekend. Um,
0: Absolutely. And, and br- Nolan, I think we were we were breaking news on this song last year. We were hinting at it right there in your backyard. Uh, the pod, the we pre-tour were. podcast. We yes. We're going a little, the only thing I want to see this tour, or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back and listen. We were hinting. We knew. Um, and this is not a joke. We actually were hinting. Um, yes. So, you know, we, we have the deets. We have some of the deets. But, yeah, I, I definitely want to see the only thing, um, and I hope to hear a studio version of it soon. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And, Nolan, they, they closed this show out pretty strong. Um, you know, nice space between. I'd actually like to see the space between come back as that, um with Dave with the baritone guitar again. I think that would be cool. I heard it the other day. I think maybe the it was either Folsom or the Gorge O2 or Folsom 01 versions um and where he had the big baritone sound. I'd like to see that again, but uh n- no. Um and then Nancy's "Why I Am" closes the set. Not I'm not really down with it closing things, but that's whatever. Um, And then Nolan's favorite uh, sister to start the encore and Ant's marching, which was a which is going to be a uh, just fantastic song to see. I think with the new lighting rig, we saw a video Mm. of the Ant's intro with Carter (laughs) and the lighting rig. Nolan, we have to talk about the lighting rig before we get into the next show. Oh, boy, Nolan, this thing is sweet. So it's always kind of one of those things that we look forward to pre-tour and something that we get, you know, us DMB nerds, we get real excited about and pay attention to because generally Fenton is a god, and we love what he comes up with. And he did not disappoint this tour. This may be, I mean, honestly, it may be the best he's ever done here. It is awesome. We've got that almost like I think Tim put a, posted a picture today. It looks like the starship something whatever on mm-hmm. Star Trek, or it looks like something from Star Wars when looking from underneath, and it moves around um i think i told you it reminds me of the fish one they've had and i was like dmb needs to do this because this is sick and then lo and behold Fenton comes up with one that is extremely cool uh nolan i think there are a, a couple of other aspects that we really like about it too
1: yeah i mean it looked awesome there was a cool uh a cool shot like you were talking about of carter playing his little uh a nice little drum solo there, um, kind of jamming going into the the start of Ants. And um, the, all the lights moving around like that, I mean, it looks really cool. I think there's some more lights at the top of the video board as well. and um, Can't wait to see it. I mean, I think this has got to be one of their best video boards that they've done. The video screens are amazing. And them putting each band member on their own individual screen at, at points is makes for great pictures, but like, (laughs) yeah, it's awesome. awesome. It looks so good. Pumped to see it in person. It's, um, you know, they, uh, (laughs) use the same setup there a little bit with, with the COVID tours going on. But, um, this one, this one is very, very strong. We love it. And, um, Bruce, this second, uh, second show of the tour is also strong. And they headed to I... uh, the Woodlands for a Friday night concert series live on mm-hmm. SiriusXM. And uh, they kind of keep this streak going of, uh, well, streak with two, but then it goes into three. Um, but nice openers here. And um, you might die trying opener. That uh, That's pretty nice. It hadn't opened a show since April 11th 2017 and first time at a DMB show since uh September 6th 2013 so 9 years since it opened a DMB show which I feel like before that before that last time in 2013 I feel like it was doing it a lot I know we saw it that winter 2012 um but yeah it's a it's a strong opener for sure
0: yeah, I would have not. I would not have guessed that it opened a show in last in 2013. Mm-hmm. That is, no, I, I would not have guessed that. I would have been like, "Oh, that's a much more common opener." Man, that's that's wild. Yeah, um, whatever, fooled me. Um, but that's pretty cool. Uh, I, you know, I I don't mind that one uh, as a, as an opener. I think Seville Night Two 2010 that that special show. Um, they did that, and it was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, a pretty strong opening run here. trying. you've got the triplets, uh, so much to say, bridge, and too much. You've got a liberation here, Nolan, with Idea View, which if you would have asked me was Idea View going to be a liberation, no, uh, no, they've, they've played that right. No, they hadn't played it since 2019, um, which is wild. I would not have guessed that either. Nope. Um, and... Yeah, I I have not I did not get to listen to that. I haven't listened to the full Sirius stream and I missed part of it. Heard some of the show, this is part of it what I missed. So, an idea of you liberation. So, that's the fourth one so far of the year. Amazing, there's one more left in this show, but before that, mm-hmm. break for
1: it. On back-to-back shows. That was a uh, a little surprising, but nice for the uh for the people in Texas to Kind of get that, and then we have an early Tripping Billies. That gets the crowd going, Bruce. Big time. And then you followed up perfectly with Jimmy Thing. You have an early-slash-mid-set Jimmy Thing. Okay.
0: I can can get behind that for sure. Definitely. Definitely into some early Jimmy Thing. And Nolan, another song that they've messed around with some stuff here. They did not play... They didn't play, like, one of those cover things that they've been doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Big interpolation, big time, like, you know, almost half or full cover song and no sexy MF. I mean, knock on wood that that's gone. Please get Uh. out of here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but we listened to a little bit of this one, too. It's really cool. Kind of a funky outro that they kind of added here. And it turned into a thank you um, interpolation. Now, I... I didn't listen to the full thing. I don't know if it was crowd-inspired, band-inspired, um, if they knew what they were doing. But this was really awesome. That was a good Jimmy thing there. And Nolan, a uh, quick tidbit. I saw the last Idea you before this one, West Palm Beach 2019. Me and Brendan were there. Wow. Shout out Kay and Claire um, and I, I guess my wife Danielle, too. I mean, she was there. <laughs> but we saw the last one there in West Palm. Um awesome Jimmy thing. That one's uh good enough to take a listen. I need to hear the whole serious show so I can get a good listen of that one, Nolan.
1: Yeah, and apparently Jeff played two saxophones on it. Love when he does that. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um man, it keeps going. Madman's Eyes. Second show in a row, and then Crash Into Me. Nice way to slow things down. Followed by Break Free. And uh A lot of repeats between those two shows, but you know, wasn't like a two night stand or anything. And Texas is pretty big, so probably hitting uh, different different people at uh, at each show, except for Mister Four Hundred Plus. I think he's been at all of them, so he was probably (laughs) uh, he probably enjoyed it. Um, Funny the way it is again, and then another liberation, Bruce. This is probably uh, the biggest liberation thus far in terms of quality of the song, shotgun probably up there as well, but,
0: oh man, The Dreaming Tree. Finally, it's back. uh, God, I hope they keep playing this. Please play this, Charlotte and Atlanta, again. He's begging you guys. Um, been, we've been chasing the song again since 2007 we haven't seen it full band since 2007 um, they hadn't played it full band since 2015 uh, which gosh. is wild 7 years um, this stuff is criminal these stats are I know. straight up criminal it, they are um, and they played they played the uh, uh, chocolate rain interpolation there um, I see you don't have that up there almanac. get on it um but it was just a little small, one. and then they kind of built. They built the outro a little bit more than I think that they than they had been. Even when they were kind of easing out of it, they brought it back up. Tim did some nastiness in this outro here uh, that I think is definitely worth a re-listen there I really liked what he added so that kind of got me where I was like oh man they kind of really look like they're digging this Tim is playing some funky shit and I think that they really need to uh, that that'll get Dave like yeah I want to hear that again so Charlotte or Atlanta Dave remember that's where you can do it again Um, so that was awesome that's our fifth liberation of the tour Nolan
1: I mean they have to play it they have to play it this weekend. They have to. They have to. I know. Oh, my God. I swear if they wasted on Brandon, Missouri, and Alabama and not Charlotte and Atlanta, I will lose <laughs> it. I will straight up lose it. This might be the last time you hear from us. Actually, no, it won't be because if we don't get it, we're going to do a podcast where we talk about it. But, um, yeah, I've only seen it three Brandon, times, Bruce. Mississippi,
0: okay, not Missouri. Gosh. Did I say
1: Missouri. Oh, sorry.
0: I'm in Mississippi. Uh, uh, It does not matter. No one's going to that show anyways.
1: Yeah. Brandon, Mississippi, and Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. We've seen Dreaming Three. I have seen Dreaming Tree three times. I can't talk anymore. Um, 2007, 2008, and
0: 2009. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, so I've been chasing it. Band for 14 years,
1: yeah, since Charlotte 07, right? 15 years, 15 years, 15 2021, 15 years, so 13 for me. And guess, guess where the last place I saw it was
0: oh, 09, oh, 09, oh, 09. No idea, Fenway Park. Oh, I was gonna say, Fenway I was like, they didn't play it at Fenway, they did, that's
1: awesome, playing Dreaming Tree at a stadium show, interesting, with that being the last Very time. Interesting. Needs to happen, okay. That's enough about Dreaming Tree. Really cool
0: that they've been playing it at all the Seville shows we've gone to.
1: Yeah, yep, zero. Uh, Okay, some more uh, tour debuts, (laughs) When the World Ends, Walk Around the Moon. We're going to touch on Walk Around the Moon here quickly because it has been shortened. Bruce, this one clocks in at 4.53. I think the ones last year were in the like six. Like seven minute range, um, there was kind of a long intro, um, and then yeah. um, nice Jeff flute solo at the end. That that first one that we saw when we saw the song debut, um, they uh, there was some nice build up there,
0: some
1: with that intro, but um, not anymore.
0: Yeah, um, and that's okay if they shorten the intro. I guess I, I do like for it to go round and around a time or two, um, a few times, and then Tim kind of comes in. Uh, but this time, not so much. Um, basically played the riff maybe once, and then Dave started singing. But they did shorten the outro. Now, what makes me think, uh, I can't talk either. What that makes me think of is that they have shortened it, that outro in the studio, that they have kind of that hard out, boom, where Sean kind of motioned over to Jeff, like, hey, this is. I we're singing it this last time, and then boom, done. And it didn't kind of fade out like they did it last year. DMB kind of does that sometimes in the studio. They will shorten things up, and they've always done it. So it's kind of a thing. Like, don't think that it's just a post stand up thing. Um, they've always shortened songs in the studio, but at the same time, they also have some ones that have stretched out that have been very very nice. Crush comes to mind. Dreaming Tree, um, things like that. I would like to see Walk Around the Moon, take a couple more walks around the <laughs> outro. And I think that you know they could even add some stuff to the Jeff flute. But at this point, I think that probably the studio version is done. That's what it's going to be. But come on, take it for a walk. Um, take it for a run. I don't care, live. Let's, uh, let's let it breathe a little bit.
1: Absolutely, Bruce. And then uh, next up, Dave changes it up. Warehouse Nancy's. <laughs> what being silly and then uh you know the show closes out with she granny and gray street and then bruce i really like this encore um i know you have some thoughts about it but e1 the maker that oh, that's awesome is tasty and Yam. so the maker and why i am to round out this show I think that's a pretty cool, unique encore. I personally like YM as a closer. I think it's cool. Um, I've always liked the song. Um, You know, it's not two-step ending a show, but it's different. And um, I like when it opens or when it closes. I think it's a cool, cool thing that they do.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I guess I would just rather see something else. But, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not Shake Me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's perfectly fine. And if you get the maker before that, mm, man, that's... Um, I'm definitely okay with that. So that was awesome. Really glad to see that one. And I hope that sticks around. I haven't seen that full band before. Uh, we saw it at the Gorge as full band as they could have been last year, but not with Carter or Fons. And I want to see that with the, the full full band this time so that was cool um houston solid show uh, i think that that is you know if you're going to a dave matthews band show i think that you should be very very happy about something uh, like that i think that that would make you be very pleased um next up was dallas and i think this is another one another really solid show here mm-hmm. nolan starting it off strong best of what's around let's Ooh. go yes and um Nolan, they have a little different outro, another change to a classic, right? It seems like this is maybe a theme here. Mm-hmm. Um, they did two outros. They have the regular one when Jeff's going to solo, and then they added the one that they were doing this fall or last fall um, where they extended out with the damp, 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 the da, dump. Um, so yep. they added that to the end of Jeff's solo. Really awesome. Great opener.
1: I'm pumped that they combine the two different jams and are just now doing both. That is so good. Great call by the Dave Matthews Band. Um, they make some more great calls throughout this set. Do you remember in the two slot and then seek up, clocking in at 18:34 in the three slot? And I mean, you basically just got like two of their best openers in the first three songs. So. That's awesome. And, I mean, it was our MVP of last tour, and, I mean, we've talked enough about it, I think. It's just a monster, an absolute monster. Please keep playing it. Yeah, Um, it
0: made me giggle. It was so good. There's some nasty stuff in that outro with Tim and Carter. mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just go listen to it. I know it's 18 minutes, 30 seconds, or whatever, but if you want to fast-forward to the outro, there is some... jamming going on up there and no I know they played it in Charlotte last year but played again or just playing in Atlanta like I want to see that song yeah for sure they are it's nasty it's yeah
1: nasty. and while I'm thinking about it let me jump in here and uh big shout out to friend of the podcast Rob Bocon for taping this show that was uh what that was big time yeah Rob taped it oh yeah I saw shout the Saw the picture on uh, Instagram of him setting up his stand. And then, uh, yeah, nice boy. A, the uh, Ants uh, app. That's the, um, the source that you can stream on there. So that's pretty cool. Excellent. Shout out, Rob. And all the tapers, as always. Yes. Um, after Seek Up, Satellite. Then Song That Jane Likes and Crush. And it just keeps going. But, Bruce, I know you really liked this version of Crush. This was your version that you were just talking about right
0: absolutely absolutely it was it was disgustingly good it's really really nice stefan had a nice intro um the song is great obviously and then the outro is fantastic it's again they changed it up a little bit add a little jazziness to it a little swingy jazz it's it's beautiful uh, i cannot wait to see that song this year and hopefully i get it multiple times because it is firing on all cylinders nolan And also, you know, with Carter just destroying songs like Seek Up, destroying Crush, this the only thing he also destroys, and this is the one that really kind of got me sold on the song, actually. Um, I've been gone from, you this is terrible, to (laughs) this is okay, to now I really like it and want to see it. Um, Carter destroyed, again, he's adding a lot of cool stuff in this song um, and just stays absurdly tight. Um, so that was really, really, really awesome to hear. Um, but yeah, Grace again, awesome piano by Buddy, sick jam. That that's the song that can be played at any show that we go to. Oh,
1: so. I wish it would get played at any show that I go to. <laughs> still,
0: still haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it full a band, true full band, right? My yeah.
1: God, it's got to happen in in Charlotte or Atlanta. I mean, please. What are we
0: doing? It has to. Yeah. It seems like that they're really playing it a lot over the last year or two. Yeah, with, uh, So, so Buddy. I, I hope so. He crushes it. Yeah. he He's so good with that piano on there. It's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful outro. I could do without seeing this next song, though,
1: um, because we saw it open <laughs> a show in Charlotte one time, seven. It is what it is. It's fun, but been there, done that, did not get the t-shirt, but... Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, we'll always welcome Gray Street, which was the next song. And then Madman's Eyes, getting its third play out of three shows. So they are really enjoying playing that one. And, I mean, we got to see that one this weekend. It's uh, We need to check that one off the list for sure, Bruce. For sure. And then we get a couple numbered songs. Did you get a chance to listen to these at
0: all? Is there anything new with a number 41? 41 seemed to be the same I wasn't really paying a lot of attention. 27 obviously doesn't there's not a lot of variation there. Mm. really like that song. you know 41, 27 you give me those I am perfectly good. Another you and me can't stop made its disgusting debut. <laughs> <sighs> man they just they can't stop. they can't Your stop Favorite they song do it. Right exactly. sure. No, it's not. Nancy's in the warehouse here near the end of the set, which is awesome. Nolan, here's something really cool. And someone mentioned it the other day on the boards that they that there's two versions of Warehouse. There's the opening a show or the standalone Warehouse where the under the table and dreaming, passion, whatever you want to call it, intro happens. And then there's the coming out of Nancy's woo intro. That's where they want the woos. That's mm-hmm. where it works best. Out of this Nancy's woo intro, stop time. So they've done both intros this tour. If that's how the band's going to do it, love that. That's cool. Uh, warehouse on its own. Yes. Do the old school intro, the creepy intro, whatever you want to call it. And then if it's coming out of Nancy's, give me that stop time. Give me those woos. Build it up. I love that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's cool. Cool way to do that. And that way kind of appeases everybody, um, to be honest, depending on the show you're at, I guess. Um, don't drink the water closes this one after warehouse. First. Um, Don't Drink the Water has been played as a closer since July 9th, 2019, which is surprising. Um, yeah, almost three years without Don't Drink the Water closing a main set. Odd. Um, and Bruce, uh, one thing to note, it seemed like Dave's voice was uh, struggling a little bit. Maybe they were um, a little short on time. They cut an encore of Samurai Cop and Cornbread, which is... A very unique encore, um, and replaced it with All Along the Watchtower.
0: Yeah, um, his voice did seem tired. Uh, there were reports of it as well, that they seemed like that they uh, that he was getting a little tired, but also that it was absurdly hot, mm-hmm. and that Dave may have been, I don't know, frustrated, but just really hot, mm-hmm. um, and that they may have just exited because of that. Now, <laughs> it's about to be real hot oh. at Charlotte and Atlanta um we are not looking forward to that heat so if heat's playing an issue for these guys on stage uh, that doesn't make me feel good but these sub these southern runs I mean you just can't you can't escape the heat unless you go indoors if you're doing a summer tour down south any of these states it is it is just brutal so there's nothing you can really skip out on it's getting really hot right now so I, I don't know what to tell them maybe you know if you're gonna do a one-song encore instead, hopefully play two-step in Charlotte or Atlanta. How about that? How
1: about that? <laughs> How about that? And uh, about that? see
0: you, Texas. You're done.
1: Yep, that was a solid opening week for the band, though. I mean, that's uh, some strong stuff right there. And uh, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, DMB will have played there, Brandon, Mississippi show as well as the Huntsville Alabama show so we'll see what uh what comes from that I'm just getting word right now actually um they have soundcheck busted stuff Bruce so (laughs) I mean that would be such a wild liberation
0: can you believe that (sighs) they definitely did not (laughs) and definitely will not be playing that but if they do that would be you can edit out what i just said and we get all of the inside info
1: i'll be putting you on freezing
0: cold takes please do please do no but that that's cool i don't know the last time they went to brandon mississippi i believe they've gone there before ah 2018 i'm sure that show was show number two two. so awesome um 2018 dmb not not our favorite the orion amphitheater though in huntsville looks pretty cool and then nolan then we're up. Friday night concert series. Hold also on a second. for Charlotte. I don't what? know what you're
1: talking about. The last time they played in Brandon, Mississippi, they opened with That Girl
0: Is You. So, like, how dare you? Uh, yeah. I guess that's true. It was the second time they played That Girl Is You ever. They also had tour debuts of Can't Stop and Shake Me Like a Monkey. Wow. Man. <laughs> that show is not Amazing. <laughs> that show is not So good. good. <laughs> So freaking good. And the Steady As We Go was released on the YouTube channel. Officially released. Unbelievable. Oh, Oh, yeah. A lot of good stuff there. I've been missing out on that (laughs) version for sure. Anyways, hopefully anyone that does go to the Mississippi or Alabama shows, uh, you can reach out to us and let us know how they are. Nolan and I may even record something on the way in the car down to Charlotte from Raleigh. After I get picked up from the airport, we may record something to discuss those shows if it was at all interesting. Or we may do it in the lots, or we may not even talk about them at all because they will more than likely be boring. Hopefully, Charlotte and Atlanta will be the opposite of boring and be absolutely incredible. SiriusXM will be there um, streaming Friday night. Be there, whatever. Uh, They'll be streaming Friday night so you can hear the Charlotte show. You can hear what we're hearing, what we're seeing. And um, hopefully on the drive from Charlotte to Atlanta, we'll record a little reaction. um, And hopefully we'll get some two two good shows. Nolan, we're real excited. We better actually.
1: This uh Huntsville, Alabama amphitheater looks sweet. Orion Amphitheater, it a eight thousand. It's
0: 000... like like the Greek theater or the Colosseum or something.
1: Yeah, right on the water. Eight thousand people. Man, all right, that could be cool. Just don't play mm-hmm. the good stuff. Save it for this weekend. Sorry if you're going to that show. I don't. I hope you get a good show.
0: but or, or just play the good stuff and then repeat it on the weekend. Or Isn't that. really a repeat, yeah. I guess, technically.
1: Yeah, maybe some more liberations, you know, some bust-outs. But, man, we are so pumped for this weekend. Back on the road. We hadn't done a road trip uh, like this since, uh, well, 2019. Um, tour debut in Pensacola and Jacksonville. We drove across the panhandle. Um, so it's good to be back doing a road trip, man. It's been six years since we did the Charlotte to Atlanta road trip together. And that was on, that was Memorial Day weekend. Those were two great shows. So hopefully we get two more just like that. And I'm going to, I have faith in this band. I think we will. I think we will. It's going to be a great time.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I'm really excited. And hopefully we get to see a lot of you all out there at the shows. Please come by and see us. Uh, again, we'll try to have a flag up, but if not, uh, we will be tailgating regardless, and we will post our location. So come say hi. Come hang out. Maybe we'll record something, and you can be featured on the podcast because that's so awesome. But it would be awesome to see you guys. We really, really enjoy that. It's one of it's one of our favorite things now is to meet people, have people that listen to us. Uh, for whatever reason that you guys do, you do, and that's <laughs> really Uh, A ton of fun. So hopefully maybe we can share a few beers uh, in Charlotte and Atlanta. Stay cool, everybody, over this next week down in the Southern Run. We hope to see you guys out there. And, again, have fun in Mississippi or Alabama.
1: Yeah. Look for our shirts. We'll be wearing the Gray Street Pod shirts. So Definitely. If you see them, it might be us or maybe someone that bought one. You never know. It might.
0: Yeah, exactly. It may not be. Exactly. Yeah. It may, You may be saying, Bruce Nolan. And it could be somebody that has generously purchased one of our shirts. Yeah. But say hello, nonetheless. we do not have any more of. We do not have any more of. So uh, I'm sorry if, if you were thinking of buying some. But regardless, yes, please do say hello to Nolan or I. Nolan's taller. So if you don't know which one is which, Nolan is the tall, handsome one. And don't I am stop. just there. I am, I am tall. <laughs> Yeah. anywho thank you guys for listening as always check us out on the socials at Grace Street Pod. you know where to find us shoot us a email uh pm dm whatever they're called um on the social media platforms nolan thanks for joining me uh, on this afternoon right before they hit the brandon mississippi amphitheater always. and i'll see you on friday my man yeah man can't wait let's do it Let's do it. We'll see you on Friday, Nolan, and I'll see the rest of you guys on the corner of Gray Street.